What's going on, family? God bless you. This is Justin Ragu, a few minutes for Jesus. Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 30, and we're going to go to verse 32. For many years you were patient with them. Oh, you know what we're going to do? Instead of saying them, right, and making it about them, let's make it about us, right? Let's make it very personal. Let's say I, right, or me. For many years you were patient with me. By your spirit, you warned me through your prophets. Yet, I paid no attention. So you gave me into the hands of the neighboring peoples or the enemy. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to me. Thank you, Lord. Or abandon me. Thank you, Father. For you are gracious and a merciful God. Now, therefore, our God... The great God, mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant of love. Do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. The hardship that has come on me. Man, what an awesome uh, reading here. So Israel now is fully in captivity. Different countries and armies has come in and basically the same land that that. Abraham walked up and down and God promised and, and the same land that Joshua fought and the same land that the, the, all of this that, that, that Solomon built the temple on and all of this incredible that, that they came from slaves and now they have um, property and homes and it, it, this incredible arc of the story and God's like, I want to give you the best and God gave them, uh, uh, he gave them a test and he gave him the answer to the test as well. He said, I want you to figure out what you are going to choose and based on what you choose is what you get. Choose life or choose death. And if you choose life, great. Choose death, oh, it's going to be your problems. However, here's the answer. Choose life. And, 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 and choosing life meant being obedient to God. And loving on God and, and building relationship with God and being close to God and the children of Israel. From the beginning all the way down, they kept getting further and further away from God. They kept taking away what God said and replacing it with what they wanted to do. There's a verse in the Bible that says this about the children of Israel. And everyone did what was right in their own eyes. No longer what God wanted, it's what I wanted. And Ultimately, exactly what God said. Well, if you choose death, this is what's going to happen. And when God speaks, he's letting you know what is definitely going to happen. He's not, making, he's, not, he's not mistaken. He's not faking. He's not a punk. If God said something's going to happen, guess what? It is going to happen. And they chose death. And now they are in captivity back to where they were in Israel before they were in Israel when they were in Egypt back to slavery again. They had everything. They had God. They had property. They had blessings. They had protection. And they chose to turn away from God. But a lot of times we, we disassociate ourselves. And that's why I wanted to read the scripture just like this because... It's not them. It's me. For many years, you were patient with Justin. 
for many years, you will forget about everybody else. Forget about everybody else's sin. Yeah, I, I can blame everybody else for like, yeah, yeah. But, but, but Justin, you were so patient with me, God. And with you, God is so patient. He's been so patient with you. And the real answer here is that we paid no attention and we have hit rock bottom. Rock bottom is different from, for other people. And sometimes people hit several rock bottoms. But the fact is this, that God loves you. It says it right here. You are great in mercy. You are gracious. You are awesome. God, you are great. And you keep your covenant of love. And love doesn't always mean I'm going to give you a hug. Love could mean I'm calling 911. Love could mean we're going to have an intervention. Love could mean setting boundaries. Love could mean telling somebody no. And God says, no more. Love is not abandoning, but love is setting boundaries. And God said, you're you're disrespecting my boundaries. I gave you boundaries. I gave you what this relationship is going to look like. And you chose not to, Justin, forget about Israel for a second. Insert your name there. And you chose not to. I told you about that guy. I told you about that woman. I told you about that relationship. I told you about that school. I told you not to go there. I told you not to hold it up. I told you stop drinking. I told you stop smoking. I told you. I told you. And the Bible says right here, you warned them by your spirit. You warned them. By your spirit, you warned me. By his spirit, he's warning you. By his spirit, he warned you. Hence now, you are in a very difficult situation. You're in rock bottom. You're like, oh God, you're crying out to God. And God loves you. Forget about the devil. You, are, you, are, you did enough with the devil. I did enough with the devil. I had a lot of fun with the devil. But God loved me way more. That he was willing to trip me up. That God was willing to be the problem in my life. To get me back to where he wanted me to be. God was willing to expose me to get me back to where he wanted me to be because he loves me. There's a great quote that says this. It was the worst of days and it was the best of days. When I got exposed, when the the neighboring peoples came in and I no longer had the protection of God because I was out there, when that happened, It was the best of days and the worst of days. It was the worst of days because it was so embarrassing. And it was the best of days because I knew this was the beginning of me getting back to where I needed to be with God. I was in the negative. I was in the red. I was in the rears. But guess what? I was moving in the right direction now. With some falls, with some ups, with some downs. But this was a time for me to really start on that journey to pursuing God, not just, not just with the head knowledge, but with the son knowledge. God, you're my father. Help me, God, when I wanted to commit suicide, not because of anybody else, but because of my sin. I had to come back to God. So right here, right now, I want you in whatever stuff that you're in, You know the Spirit of God is warning you. Do not 
ignore God. The Bible says this. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. The devil don't have the power that God has. The devil is not equal to God on the opposite side of the spectrum. The devil is a prisoner and God is the authority figure. God owns the devil. So friends, some of you are hit rock bottom right now. And you're embarrassed and you feel alone and people have turned their back on you and rightfully so. And there's no one that you have. You may be feeling suicidal, you may be feeling depressed. I want you to realize that God allowed that to happen because he loves you. And he pursued you so hard to get you right to this moment when all you can call on is God. Help me. God, I need you. God, I am sorry. Your repentance start with your lips. It starts with your confession. Right now, I know it's difficult. You are not alone. God loved you enough to get you here because he wants to bring you to what he's calling you into, what he has always purposed you to, and not what the devil thought was best for you. What God thought of you when you were born. He's getting you back to that. This is the true rebirth in your life. Welcome to the new you. This sucks what you're in. You did it. You turned your back. But welcome to day one of God calling you and reestablishing his love with you so you can come back home and be the son he's called you to be. Family, God bless you.